This is Inside Outlands. I am your host, Nat Ryle, and joining me today is Ace Mason. What's going on, man? Good evening. And we brought on the show Kenny Nelson with uh, You Militia. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, uh, this is uh, Ace Mason's show. Ace, take it, take it away, man. Like, explain You Militia, Kenny, what's going on here. Yeah, so Kenny and I both actually play with the U Militia and have for quite some time. So this is this should be a little bit of fun. <laughs> um, we've uh, we've known each other for probably well too long years, fifteen years. Uh, yeah, way too long. Longer than all my girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, why, Kenny? Why don't you get us started and uh, just give us a little backstory of U Militia and and the time on OSI and free shards and kind of how it's, how it's come up to be what it is today. Yeah. So, I mean, the U militia, it seems to just keep going. It won't die. We just won't go away. It's fine by me. Cause it's just always been a fun thing. It's, you know, a role play, but at the same time, we always have had that PVP aspect and we like to participate in server wide events, everything, you know, I mean, you've been a part of it too, but OSI, I mean, yeah, we were there on Great Lakes. We were there on uh, Lake Superior. Uh, I dabbled around on Europa, but <clears throat> I mean, free shards, man, that's where it's at. Yeah, I think the biggest OSI branch was actually on Catskills. Uh, that's actually where I linked up with you, Militia, originally um, under Nocturne, who was the original yeah. founder of, of the Militia. Yeah, yeah. I, don't have a, I, don't, I don't have like a rich Euro history. It's really Outlands is about it, and I had... 30 days or so on OSI in like 2014. And then I actually played right. real poor for about two or three weeks. And that that's my whole outland or my whole UO experience. <laughs> but you militia was on real poor. Uh, and yep. I, I remember, uh-huh. I remember you guys there. You were a pretty big force there. I think. Oh yeah. We just had a guy the other day actually post some, uh, some screenshots from that server and uh, they're all funny. I mean, you know, we have, we're rolling 10, 12 deep in dungeons, just having a blast, all dressed in our uniforms, you know, talking shit, whatever needs to be said to get the gold. So I think that's that's the first bit here. There's a lot of rich history. So let's just dive dive into that. Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. what's the formation of you? How long have you guys been around? Where'd you where'd you form up? Oh, so we're going on twenty years now. Uh that would be Back in 2000, 2001, I think, was when Nocturne was one of the original formers with uh, Anubis and Zeke and some of the other vets. And they still are all part of the council that we're on. They still all help make decisions. We we talk. I mean, they're just as much of an influence in the, the guild decisions as, you know, Ace or I. But uh, rank does take base. So essentially, I am the guild master on this shard. But... Um, it's not the case on the next shard, maybe, you know, maybe Sinkin wants to take the reins and that's fine. And I'll still serve as a council role, but we've just been, when going along and we absorb new members, we get them through the ranks, through the folds, adjusted to our, our rule sets. You know, we, we do have rules. We do have, uh, light RP rules that, you know, essentially are, are necessary to keep order from 20 years of bullshit players you know <laughs> any any guild's gonna get the the bad ones too it's just a matter of uh cycling them out and keeping the good ones and and upgrading them to the officers you know that's the cool thing about the militia is there's always something to gain and work towards did, did you guys start on osi or did, did you start on on free shards so the guild itself did start on osi but i i personally didn't take uh part in that section of the history i i ran into uh anubis and nocturne and zeke all on uh hybrid which i'm sure most of you all are <laughs> well acquainted with that that server i mean it 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 was the the good old days you know 20 20 plus something 20v20 the the good old days but we still have those and, and it happens from time to time, but hybrid really was the, uh, the force to be reckoned with. And then we, we kind of kept trickling from there through the days. We uh, were on all the Ancorps. We were on all the IPYs. I mean, this is a good group of guys we've all been rolling with and, and it just keeps getting better. So. 
Yeah, I actually played OSI on Catskills uh, with the original formation. Um, I think it really came about Nocturne. Actually, if I remember correctly, was part of the Undead Guild. So Shadow Clan and the Undead Guild were the two yeah. big RP guilds on yeah. on OSI Catskills, and there wasn't really like a good side to fight. Um, and that's kind of where you militia came in, and we had a small tower just to the southwest of you, um, north of the uh, undead clearing. Um, so that's kind of how it all came about, and we had epic <laughs> battles back then. It, I mean, it was awesome. Shadow Clan yeah. rolled like 20, 30, 40 deep. You would roll 20, 30 deep, and it'd just be giant RP battles just all across you yeah. from the There's Abbey all the way like down it, to the Orc Fort, all There's the way out like to the Moongate. Yeah. Yeah, well, so you is the good guys, but what is, what's the light RP that you guys are actually? So, like, what's the story? I mean, so the storyline keeps on, but originally, obviously, we, we, we were based out of you, and the um, the mayor of you was really the uh, the, aristocrat, uh, the aristocrat there serving as the head, and we pretty much were trying to defend the lands against the orcs, the undead, anyone who wants to roll through. We would tax people. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily we were just good aligned all through and through. You know, like we were known to get drunk, brawl it out. I mean, I'll stab I'll stab someone if it's necessary. You know, <laughs> I, I get the job done, and I think all of us do. So uh, the role the role play really is just you know have a character like um, add some depth into the game that you're playing day in and day out, and that's all we really ask. Just don't. Uh, disrespect people have storylines kind of follow along if someone's trying to like you know have a conversation we don't really end that kind of stuff we do meetings we do um interactions i mean if anyone saw the uh the pathfinders with their event that they ran last weekend it was a whole script laid out and everything and they threw the militia into it i participated I tried my heart out to stick to the script, but I just couldn't, you know, veer away from the Kenny Nelson that I am. So I just, you know, give it my little razzle dazzle. And here we are. I, I think I missed that event. Well, what happened? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Pathfinders, you know, we, we, own, we own a huge section of the outpost, uh, the valley, and they own a small uh, clearing of houses to the north of us like through these mines and everything in the mountains and so essentially the pathfinders are trying to gain a little more uh influence over there they they want to start like a tavern which they did they want to start um like a vendor mall which i'm pretty sure they are and already have the vendors up now but that was pretty much to kick it off like they wanted us to uh participate and bring the shard and so they had this huge group of people following around this pathfinder guy and he would go from location or scene quote unquote to scene and um port them around they'd come to my you know my house and then i had all my guys including you know ace there uh all in uniform and we just interacted how they wanted it to go you know we chased a murderer uh back to the village we helped them kill the guy and we celebrated by getting wasted in their tavern and pretty much shutting the place down. So yeah, it was it was like a play. They were trying to reenact something. I don't know if it was a real event or what, but they they were basically put on a play. Yeah, it was it was oh, actually okay. really funny. No, the Pathfinders they they add the Is this before the or after they they shit on the orcs. <laughs> <laughs> so that this was, was a week after. Uh, I think, yeah, right? that was the, the, that was prior. The, I was there this past Saturday and it was, we, we role play with you first. You guys showed yes. up um, and it's how we it normally goes I, <laughs> right now that the, the blood art clan is, is kind of resurging in the recruiting. I mean, just to give you an idea, like I got a right. DM, one of our new, new orcs has never PVP before. Mm. So not only they, some of them are new, but yeah. they're new to PVPing. Mm. Here we are like having to be an orc. So we're not really winning right now. <laughs> right. I, by uh, the way, that was me that you guys tried to capture and kill in oh, Orc okay. Fort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sin- He's Sinkin Sinkin, is my, so. That's my character. Okay. So, yeah. uh, uh, but you know, you showed up, and then it was it was fun, and then it turned to fight, and we lost. Um, mm-hmm. And we talked after, and you left, <laughs> and you left. Uh, yeah. It was fun. We lost, but it, it was no big deal. Uh, sure. Late, later in the night, night path shows up. Uh, same thing. They show up, they talk, they kill us, but then they mm-hmm. don't leave. 
it's just uh, like uh, over and over, just killing us over and over and over again. And they, and they wanted to take the fort, but like yeah. you can't, you know, like it's our home. We're gonna, we're just gonna keep flooding in. But I'm, you know, you're asking new players to keep flooding in. Eventually, sure. it just wasn't fun. Sure. No, I didn't see. That's the whole point. Oh, and then we will play with, with, with you again after that. <laughs> and that was awesome. Uh, I'm not the best role player, but it was fun. I mean, I think you guys um, have, have been at this a long time, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, I, your, your experience translates to other people's experience. And, and you know, we are having fun. You're having fun. Yeah. It's, it's seriously what it's. I mean, None of us are here playing this 20 year old game, trying to have anything but fun. Like, so if I know that, you know, the 10 V 10 that we might have, and we could have made it a lot more even, you know, like that's the cool thing about role players is like, we don't want it to be just a slaughter ASAP. You know, I want it to be the closest fight possible going out, extending out. I want ranged weapons, like everyone having a blast, no one looting shit, rezzing up. And then, take the fort, switch it out, you know, like what can we do to make sure everyone's included and having as much fun as possible? Because, you know, there's too much exclusion nowadays in PVP guilds. There's too much like, you know, are you good enough or can you handle this shit? And it's like, you know, there's a spot for everybody in the role play community. And that's the beauty of it. You know, like weirdos included. I mean, I've had people come up to me and recite Shakespeare, like word for word and expect me to like respond in some weird manner. And I'm like, (laughs) that's their thing like by all means go with it like and the works included like it's so cool that you can you know the the guild quote might die but it always comes back and there's a resurgence the officers they always come back i know all of the officers in the orcs blood clan like blood rock through the years you just get to know everyone as a community and it's like it's so supportive in like comparison to like the pvp channel for instance on outlands like how toxic is that channel? Like <laughs> who likes to go in there and hang out? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I will dabble in that channel a little bit, but I can't, I can't hang there. It's, it's very toxic. Yeah. yeah there, there's very few times where you go into the role playing channel and you're like, Oh, I can't read this. I mean, yeah. there's, there's some disagreements or whatever, but nothing really, really big. And we've, we have another discord with a, like a RP ring um, mm-hmm. with all the leaders from the RP guilds in there. And, you know, just trying spur some activity and agree on rules and just stuff like that so yeah i'm surprised at how much pvp um role playing involves here in outlands (laughs) that's given i mean like that's the in my opinion at least like i do every single struggle i'm now as of today ranked number one on outlands boards for struggles and points so i can like proudly say that you militias um you know getting up there in the rankings on the boards and you know it might not be flashy numbers but we still obviously are participating day in and day out and i only have kenny nelson he's my only character so like that's all i do is anti-pk i i you know i'll help support our alliance in boss rooms or whatever i'll pvm on kenny i'll i'll do whatever on kenny but I just have fun playing this one guy. So there's nothing wrong with me role-playing or anyone wanting to role-play PVP, PVM, all that jazz with just one character, you know? I think another thing we we try and do to keep it fun, especially like when we're going with the orcs or something like that, and it, it's just kind of been historically this way, is we run really Dexter heavy. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, mages aren't, aren't a big thing in RP PVP. <laughs> so it, it kind of makes it fun and interesting as well. Totally. Totally. It's I don't it's I don't think that, I've seen Kenny ever cast anything but recall. Yeah, you know, I have the echo. I I did do an echo with Kenny as a mage and it's just it just doesn't doesn't get me off, man. It's not all about that. <laughs> so, you know, Kenny smashing someone in the face with a mace and then body blocking till they die, it just oh man, it feels so great. And uh it's it's fun like pvp man outlands that's what it's all about so if you can apply that to any guild then it's going to be successful yeah so uh you you started osi you started on the free shard do you have any like like past historical memories you want to you want to bring up anything that was really <laughs> cool that you both accomplished or did before outlands? Sure. yeah most definitely um so like there was uh in the U- 
in the I mean original server, obviously not OSI, but like on the uh, original map, I guess is what I'm getting at. Uh, in the city of you, everyone remembers, you know, the crossroads going down to Britain and Scarabray, right? Like that mountain pass right there with the Ettons and shit that's always there. Anyways, um, we had to escort essentially the mayor of you from Empath Abbey, which is, you know, as far north as you can get in you. We had to escort him all the way down to, I think, essentially Scarabray, but we didn't really get that far. I mean, we had like. It's so cool when you can get like multiple guilds involved, and we had six, I think, different guilds with at least thirty or so members, all transporting this. It was a a, a seer at the time who obviously changed himself into the mayor of you quote, but um, we were transporting him down, and we just were like attacked, ambushed nonstop by all these orcs, all these, all these vampires. Sorry, my girlfriend's giving me thumbs up right now. All these vampires. And, uh, it was just the coolest fight I think I've ever been in because it was constant. It was at least an hour long of just nonstop resing coming back in. I'm all about that. Like as long as it's fair and constant, everyone's having a great time. And so it lasted the entire way. Um, and the Seers ended up, I think, having so much fun with that event, and they saw so much activity come from it that we were able to get more um, support from the staff. And so they actually ended up creating like a huge outpost for us right there at the crossroads. Um, they gave us Fort Goliath, which I actually named. I'll take you know credit for that too, but. <laughs> I named that beast and it was this massive, just like 30 by 30 plot. They slapped down in the middle of this grove and they gave it to uh, the U militia to do whatever we wanted with it. And it was badass. It, it, it created a whole slew of just role play content for, you know, the next year or two to go until the shard died. So yeah, that'd be a good time. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you bring a lot of life to a server. So to have a, to kind of get your own your own place to call home, defend, and, and build stories around. Yeah, that's that's a big point. I mean, to immerse yourself into the game, it really that's what is going to keep people attached. You know, I think that's the cool thing with Outlands that they did was they didn't skip on the detail. You know, like every single person I've ever met has just been like, "Wow!" Like the attention that they've paid the all these little minute things, the, the rocks and the, the I mean, shit, like. <laughs> the littlest things are just decorated down to the teeth and i love it and so it immerses you into that you know that town or that that area and you actually care about where you're running through instead of just like you know they bracket tiled whatever area just grass you know yeah, there's a story to be told just in the environment here yeah uh, totally that- it's a horseshoe bay. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we all get lazy at one point. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter where you go in the game. Really, it, there's there's a story to 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 kind of root out, tease out of ossuary. There's a story in like Prevalia South. No one's there. You know, no one uses Prevalia South. They you can just walk the whole thing at the way mm-hmm. it's set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of the overland and and, and wilderness spots. Um, yeah, this that's one of the biggest thing that stands out, and yeah. which makes it really easy to just like want to sit there, walk around, take part in the world, and then and then and then add to it. Most definitely, yeah. And I think it's it's been really cool, you know, what Owen's done for you know the orc guilds with the fort and stuff, and expanding lands and changing them a little bit. And I've been told there's more to come. Um, and Eric Gray on staff is is. You know, he's trying to get just the general population into some of these RP stories too, which is, I think Kenny's been to all of the events, right? You were at the... I didn't go to the Ossuary 4 event because no. I had to work that day. Sometimes I'm not you able to make the, it to the events. You were <laughs> all, like the defense ones, weren't you? Um, yeah, no, the defense yeah. ones, yeah, the shit shows for sure. Like, I mean... <laughs> and the they, Book of Truth. Was, yeah, the book of truth like they do really well with all the events and i think that they do a good job with including like you're saying um like the pathfinders for instance they're able to continue to make the lore for the shard you know they're able to immerse the shard itself because of these events like oh the book of truth all of a sudden you know now that thing is 
a thing <laughs> before it didn't mean shit. And now all of a sudden the book of truth is leading up to this next event. And then it was able to build into the ossuary four event and they were able to open that up. It's just really cool how it's not just like, here's an event. And then now here's another event. And then, you know, here's another PVP event. He's they're like consistently doing something for role play. They're doing something for PVPers. They're doing something for, you know, PVM, like whatever it takes. So I love it. Yeah, no, I, we said this last podcast, but the events are built in such a way that, uh, that they really do a great job in drawing in the average UO player and bringing them into the story. And then if, if you're a role player, like you can really add a lot of flavor around it, add it before, after it. But oh, just yeah. the average UO player, the events are doing an awesome job at just getting them in and getting some buy-in, uh, which which just makes the experience that that much richer, I think. Yeah, and I don't know um, how many people have read it, but if if you haven't out there read it, go back and read the lore um, that they wrote when the shard launched. It's really cool. It's got all the timelines on it. Um, even if you're not an RP, it's still cool to see kind of how they shaped the world. You know, gave it a background story and everything. It's 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 a good little read. It's a little long. I'm not sure who actually wrote it originally. Um, I think they've had a couple like GM Sears lore people that kind of faded off. Um, so I don't know who wrote the original lore, but it's it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, that's a that's a great segue. That's a great segue into how do, how does you how do you write the story of you coming to Outland or on Outlands? Yeah, that was about to be actually my point. Is uh, so as far like the the lore and everything goes, like I, I I don't necessarily write the lore myself. Like I I'm very well, <laughs> very good at just going with the flow. And essentially, if I'm thrown into a storyline, I can kind of just you know finagle my way around that. But um, like as far as the lore goes, we have people like Danica or like. I mean, that's the only person that really comes to my mind right now. Even I think Sinkins wrote, I mean, it's not to say that I haven't written lore before, but not like pages and volumes, like the Pathfinders, like he's referring to, like, and so it's just not to say that I just don't RP that hard. <laughs> you know, I, I think I, Kenny, Kenny and I do a lot more RP in game. We yeah. all do a lot of discord yeah. and forum RP. Yeah. yeah. There, there was, there was a group of us that were a little more PVP, PVM oriented that just mm -hmm. like to play the game. And we just Definitely. kind of role play in game. Uh, Kenny, myself, Vase is another guy, Olgbet, and a few others. So yeah. then we've already, always had this other side that's very like real world RP, like love lore, love writing, love mm -hmm. drawing. Like we've kind of had that yep. side of the guild too. So yeah. um, it's not to say that we're not nerds like everybody else, but <laughs> we might not be that nerdy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, the PvP side is, like, it's huge. That's why I play Outlands, you know. But I think it's so, like, if I run into a red or whatever, like, I won't just go up and kill them, you know. Like, it's not my thing. If they if they stop, if they tell me, hey, don't do that, I'll, I'll stop. I'll give them an opportunity. And if they want to talk to me and be like, dude, don't kill me. I'm just trying to kill this other dude. I'll be like, oh, ho, ho, like, that sounds fun. Go ahead and do your thing, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to have a good time, too. So, like that's the difference between i guess the pvp and the rp -er is i'm willing to have a storyline come out if you don't want to fight yeah uh well so i guess my, my question was kind of there's no you here uh, mm -hmm. i i don't yeah. know the i don't uh, know the map right you were based around a city yeah. no you here so what do you sure. guys like how do you roll what you militia is for, for yeah outlines? so um ace was originally like before i even got here i didn't join until the Outlands, that is. I didn't join until um, last June, I believe. So I'm coming up on a year. And the U-Militia was already established, but very new. They were just coming out of the, I believe it was the Vikings Guild that they were trying to, or the Norsemen or something that they were running. And uh, that was a lot of our veteran players. Because, because, obviously, you couldn't just have the U-Militia be there. But how I... And we have written it out is basically um, we sailed there. You know, it is it is in a different timeline. So essentially we ended up there by magic. It was a wizard or some witch. Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't write the story. Danica did it, but it was well, well written. And I, I do give her credit for 
putting us into the lore itself as the Umilitia, but we do have a reason for being here, and it is basically we're extending our hand into the the outpost. We basically own the whole thing, so uh, we're really in here. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. We, uh, uh, Nerul, the orcs, uh, Blood Orc clan, he ported us over. So let's go see the Norsemen. And, like, uh-huh. and like, oh, this is you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the, the, the Norsemen that started the shard has evolved into Umilitia. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened is um, no one, I was playing UO forever, I think, and kind of poking around in beta and stuff. And, you know, our Discord was pretty inactive. We weren't really playing anything at the time. And uh, Zeke messaged me and said, hey, are you, you know, you planning on playing Outlands or whatever? Like, what, what's your thoughts? Um, I kind of said, yeah, it's, it's a cool shard. I think uh, I think we could do some cool stuff there. And so we kind of put it out there like, hey, does anyone want to play, you know, get a U Militia branch? And didn't, didn't get a whole lot of response. Got a few people that said, yeah, we'll probably play. Um, but then we started looking at the map and stuff. And we're like, well, why don't we try something different? Let's let's go a little more chaotic, chaotic neutral, you know, not not evil, not good, but just kind of chaotic and do like a Norse theme out of this outpost. Like it's a cool town, it's a cool area. Um, so that's what we launched at. Um, and we were we were here day one and we kinda just blitzed that that area of the map and started placing eight by eights and got our guild together and everything. And we were we were there trying to launch pretty good. Then you failed, and you <laughs> called in Kenny and said, "Come along, Kenny. I, I didn't Let's die. have the militia." And... I didn't die. No, so actually, actually, Nocturne came back with a couple of other really old guys, and um, what's and, this Viking shit? Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. <laughs> basically, He's like, yeah. What, "What's this Viking shit? I want to, I want to start you. We have, we're you. We have to fly the U flag. That's all I'm going to play on." Um, <laughs> Thank the load. So, we, so we, kept, we kept the Vikings, and then they started you, and then. Players kind of didn't know what to do, and so Danica kind of wrote this story to merge the two guilds, um, and the Viking leader was killed off, and um, and here we are today. As, here we as, are. Under the U banner. So uh, Danica did a really cool job. She had like some ceremony she did, and it, the the leader of the Vikings got killed, and we have his head in a box somewhere. I, I don't remember for RP purposes. No, but. I, I, I remember the Vikings. They were They were great. Uh, I almost put a character in there, and I, I put in the character in the orcs. But uh, yeah, no, they were they're cool part. I'm glad they got rolled in story wise to to you, but definitely you has a name everyone knows. Yeah, and I I think that was a lot of the thing too. Like people were like, "Who's who's Vikings? We don't know them." You know, <laughs> and we were all the same people like behind the characters, but just no one realized it. Yeah, it was one of many Ace Mason's alter egos, apparently. <laughs> done with the whole uh what was that wrecked and all that jazz uh, finished with them flube trying to remember uh I, I played with wrecked um and uh and lunk ah see see how long it took for him to admit how he was in the militia <laughs> here we are a year later <laughs> finally never... getting to know the real you <laughs> no I've, I've been open about it hmm People know me, Kenny. People know. He's me. ashamed. He's ashamed. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, what what are like some of the things you think of uh, that set you militia apart from from other guilds? Like, what's your defining traits? That uh... right. So, like, even how Ace was referring earlier on how like the Vikings, how he wanted like they were trying to be more of like a chaotic neutral or whatever, like that really is more along the lines of where the militia fits. Like, it's not to say that I condone PKing or anything like that, but if you can role play it out and you want to, you know, I don't know, like have a thief or you want to, I don't know, be an asshole and kill somebody like (laughs) that's up to you, but you know, try and have a reason to back it up. And if there is a reason, then, you know, I'm not going to be mad about it. Uh, So the militia, I guess, stands out in that sense from like the pathfinders, but at the same time, we're, you know, like we've been talking this whole time, we're super PV- PvP oriented. We we have a nice group. Uh, we just did an Omni today. You know, we helped Anarchy do that. That was awesome. We're, we're constantly doing bosses. So it's kind of awesome that we're able to be like Pathfinders in that sense of like uh, participating in the end game content. But at the same time, we're able to uh, do our own RP thing, man. We're, we're, we're badasses. And 
uh, it's just like a family we got in there, you know, in our discord channel, it gets, it gets dicey sometimes, but I think we've never really had any bad blood and it's really cool. Like I, I, I enjoy getting up every day and being able to say like, what's up to, you know, the same 15 people or whatever. Like it's, it's really cool to have a group like this. Do you think that's because your militia is kind of based form, formed around defending, protecting, setting up around one spot, which lets you uh, lets you like your your home, your people. They matter first, so you can kind sure. of not be pure good. You can kind of sure. justify maybe being an asshole elsewhere when you're away yeah, from you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It, it it doesn't take much to be able to you know reason with me <laughs> to say oh i killed this miner because he was you know on my land and i told him to leave he didn't do it so i took his shit and i'm like that's fine and dandy did you you know apologize after and if he's like yeah or no <laughs> that's up to them i don't really care but i think it's funny and uh yeah i, I just i i can appreciate people uh just trying to have fun in the game man like don't try and be an asshole but try and have fun yeah, i think we've We've ahead, become a little more power gamers um, on this server than we have in the past. I mean, we used to just oh, spend definitely. time sitting sitting on a roadblock and putting blockades up and tackling people. <laughs> um, you know, that's just kind of that chaotic thing. You know, getting, you got to roll with the times, man. That's getting just... drunk and and stopping people. You know, we've done a little bit here, but not as much. Yeah, um, but we'll yeah, we're just kind of well, we stick <laughs> up for ourselves first, and then everyone else second. Mm-hmm. And also to like reiterate what you were asking earlier on what makes us different is really like we've been around for 20 years you know like <laughs> i've known sink in longer than his wife and his kid and his kid's like what eight seven, seven so yeah. <laughs> i mean i i think that that speaks for itself in the sense of we stick together and we continue to it's just never changed you know it's been the same you militia through and through and it'd be impossible to change. We've been around so long where we're a household name, you know, it's, it's common shit. So a uh, close knit group. Um, but do you guys take new fresh members and, and like how, how is oh, that yeah. new fresh member process? Like, no, great question. So it's a lot similar to the way the orcs do it. I mean, so when you join the orcs, you have to learn a language, you know, and a lot of people think, Oh shit, that's very ominous. I don't want to have to deal with that. It's, it's tedious. It's it's a language. Like what? The, I don't even know my language barely of English, but, but it is what separates the shitty members from the committed ones. It's what tells you, okay, he's willing to put forth the effort. He's willing to learn this small thing because in reality, the orc language isn't difficult. Like, let's let's be real. It's like changing basic vocabulary. But um, those things are really what we try to encourage in our members as well is going through the ranks process. So, yeah, you're going to start out as a cadet. You're not going to have access to jack shit. You know, you're going to have to prove your worth on the field you're gonna have to write reports you're gonna have to like do something i don't mind like i don't have a set um itinerary i'm just saying show me your willingness to do something for the guild and not for yourself i don't care if it's you got an idoc you placed it you gave the gear out to the members consistently because i'm not around to see everybody you know and i know that not a lot of officers are and i get that people have lives so i try and always keep an ear to the you know to the grindstone and listen for people doing their part and participating in the guild events, participating in the server events, like just repping the guild and you will gain rank. Once you gain rank, you gain access to more discord channels. You get, you know, access to more uniform options. You're not supposed to wear certain uniforms, just like in the orcs, you know, like you're supposed to have an orc mask or an orc helmet or whatever like those things apply just as much in the militia as they do for the orcs it's just obviously on the outlands it needed to be tweaked a bit because we can't mob around mountless i mean when we fight you i'm sorry the orcs but yeah um we'll fight you mountless because that's just fair you know like that's how it should be and but if you're pvping and we're pvping of course we're all gonna be on mounts like (laughs) don't be silly you gotta be like up with the game and and i get that so yeah, those are those are the ways to really get in with the uh, the guild, though. And eventually, like I was saying earlier in the podcast, is 
everyone has a shot to be an officer. Everyone has a shot to be like able to make the decisions and stuff like that. We don't have like a set circle. Like if you've ever seen a uh, Lysander or his last name Stern, he's got like eight characters. He's our lieutenant. I mean, he worked his way up through the ranks since I got here. So he's already in the council. He's an officer, you know, like it's new, but it took a while. And I bet you he's going to say, you know, it's well worth it. I think it was. And I'm going to be best friends with the guy probably the rest of my life. So yeah, show up, put in the work and then it, you're not going to exclude or outsize someone no, for not being a party no, guy for 20 no. years. No. Yes, little, very little, you know, stay in character um in game chat and guild mm-hmm. party whatever out of mm-hmm. character but just just try it yeah. limit the lols and the brbs and stuff like that like just yeah. talk like regular english um kenny and i tend to put like accents on everything like kind of like just like an old drunk scottish person yeah. i guess but, um, but that's who we are we yeah, want that's... to be drunk scottish people and <laughs> so we <laughs> act that way <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, the role playing, like you have talked to somebody, let's say you see the guy killing the miner, right? Mm-hmm. If you show up, typically he's going to kill you. He's going to run. How do you like, mm-hmm. do you do macro hockey speech or sure. are you just really good at like showing up typing? <laughs> Cause sometimes a lot of PVP is fast, you know, like you got totally. seconds either. Well, that's exactly act. it. I mean, I guess it's, um, muscle memory. Uh, you know, I, I, after you've played the game, as long as we all have, you're pretty good at deciding whether or not this is going to be a fight you need to commit into or not. So if I roll up on some dude and he just killed a miner, I'm not going to attack the guy straight up unless obviously the miner was in you militia or whatever. And someone's saying, Oh my God, my miner got killed, but um, I will pause. And if the dude decides to run at me, that's up to that guy. If he decides to just book it and run away, that's again up to that guy. But if he decides to stand there and say to me, again, like I said, this dude's on my land or whatever, I'm not going to be like, well, then you need to die. However, that doesn't mean my other members won't do that. You know, that's just Kenny Nelson. I can only speak for myself in that sense. Right. So you kind of just, you can't RP every situation. You got to kind of, you got to kind of play with the game. But it makes you got to be loose based in a lot of senses. I mean, otherwise, I, I'd have to kick half of my members out. Like, I can't say they're not going to make <laughs> stupid decisions, or you know, they're all half of them are always looking for a fight. Period. The other half want to just write, like we're saying, lore and stories. Like, <laughs> whatever gets you off, gets you off, man. I, I'm trying to help you out here. I'm just trying to make sure everyone has a good time and everyone's participating. So. Yeah, I I can't vouch for everyone not going to roll up on the gray and just mind blast and and paraspam the shit out of him. Like maybe he was asking for it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you're more likely to res and talk than you are to. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, I I I guess that is the difference. Is like I just try and make sure, like I've been saying, everyone has a good time and no one wants to be dead. I get it, but. Um, I'll support my alliance first and foremost, but if I'm mobbing alone, yeah, I'll res reds, I'll res greys, I'll get them their shit back. I've I've had it done for me too. I mean, I don't know any times I've been PK'd on the field and lost some like Valorite war mace, and the guy's like, hey, well, do you want that back? Like, sorry about that. And I'm like, oh, thank God, yeah, because I really didn't want to be put out that 12k, you know? <laughs> yeah, who who are you guys allied to right now? So CFC and the Pathfinders, obviously, like that's the main crew. We're we're oh man, it's it's really awesome on like the amount of um just no drama we have. It's it's really refreshing, I guess is what I'm getting at. And uh we're able to get a lot of the uh end game content done because we're such a big group and obviously we're the biggest I don't want to say Zerg, but I know everyone's going to call us that. I mean, we mob deep when we go into dungeons. If you've seen us anti-PK or if someone calls out some shit in the dungeon, we're, we're rolling, you know, fat. So I love it. I love the CFC and the, and the Pathfinders Alliance for that reason. But we're also allied with the, the new guild. And that was really more so to like uh, help them out, you know, with anything that they needed PvP wise, or like I'll support them in dungeons. I know there are a majority of new players, so I like to always just kind of you know throw throw them a bone whenever we can. Yeah, well, we uh, we were allied to CFC and you for 
a hot minute there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little more than a hot minute. Well, maybe a hot well, minute hot. with you. <laughs> but long, longer with CFC. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's good. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you guys found a good home and people to play with. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of this in-game content, you you it's hard to do. It's just uh just your guilt. There's so much you gotta do between defense and oh god. Securing yeah. it. Oh. Retaking back the field, we don't secure it. You know, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's rough, but it is nice to just you know be able to know, you know, if my guild can't handle like for instance, we had an IDOC yesterday. We just couldn't do it. It was it was getting raped by sin, and they were all over the motherfuckers. So we're like, okay, what's our options? We either try and fight these guys like at their house right next door and hope we get the loot, or we can just type an alliance and say, help us out here. And, you know, all of a sudden, I don't remember who just came flying through, but three Pathfinders or some shit. And we mopped them up, you know? So it's it's nice. And no one ever, like, there's no argument for who gets the loot, who gets boss loot, who gets Omni loot. Whatever it is, we we it's super easy splits and, and no drama. And it's, again, refreshing. That's what we all play the game for. No one's trying to, like, one-up somebody. Like, it's nice. So if, uh, if, if, one of you guys goes gray. Will a pathfinder kill you? No. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes. If you're ace, it, it's possible because it's his alter ego. You don't know which one at that moment. Right. So you got to just kill them all. Uh, well, no, I, I got I got grade whacked by a path. Yeah, we heard. Ace is like a magnet for drama. It doesn't matter where he goes. He's gonna get PK'd somewhere, and I'll get a message at like. 3 a.m. or some shit. He happened to have been drunk or something. <laughs> One thing led to another, but no, I mean, shit happens. And that's the thing. If if an alliance can't get past the little mediocre bullshit, like, how are we going to get past when a uh, something big gets stake, taken, you know? Like, someone doesn't get a token or, or, you know, someone gets screwed out of a core or something, a command core, you know? A someone lot of accuses shit. you of having spies that you don't have. I, spies, I, I... yeah. Like, like we're spying on people that only happened once or twice. <laughs> uh, so. You know, I, I don't know that that was a, a legit thing, but what happens with a lot of RP guilds, I mean, it's happening right now with the orcs is they're recruiting from, from all over. Islands, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, all the boss guilds and, and people, you know, they're in, they're in beard brothers, my guild, and they're out there for constantly to end game. And they look for an outlet, you know, put that guy, put your, put an alt in sir or the knights or the orcs right. or, you know, it's a good outlet to do something different on a Friday, Saturday night rather than, okay, I'm going to go do a boss and PK and like, so the, the RP guilds do get a collection from all over. And and then, then you roll in the typical UO endgame stuff where you're trying to properly defend, properly secure Intel, not have things leak mm-hmm. and, and get out. And uh, it can be hard to, uh, to roll our RP guild into that, that has those kind of recruiting policies. It's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely been a fine balance more so here, I think on outlands than anywhere else, just because of all the end game content. But mm-hmm. we're, we're pretty aware of who's in the guild and who's doing what. And I, like Kenny said, he, he's really got a pulse on the situation. I, I know a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. I listen. Um, so, so we really know what's going on and you know, it, shit, shit happens. People squeak by, but, 99 percent of the time we're we're ahead of it i think yeah and the times we do fuck up we learned our lessons like losing map tomes and shit you know i mean it happens you know people will slip through the cracks no matter what it's just a matter of how you can minimize the damage because uh that's why you have you know like the orcs will make their pug huts or whatever and then you can get the grunty hut and the grunt hut like you know, you go through these stages of access and if you're able to put forth the effort and get up into that access of like an officer and then just rape somebody and take everything, it's not like that just shows the kind of person that you are. And it took you six months to weasel yeah, in there. Yeah. Like, come on. And people do it. It, it happens. But that's why I make sure I, I just kind of have a no nonsense policy. If I, if I have someone and I don't feel right about them, they, they really get shoved to the sideline. You know, they need to, I want people to want to prove to me, not, not me prove to them that they need to be there or here. It's the other way around. 
I think, yeah. you know, occasionally it gets taken advantage of, but I think we've been along, around so long and there's enough history and and in the UO community that I think a lot of people respect what we do. Um, you know, we will let a lot of new players in and kind of teach them the ropes. And, you know, you, was, you and Orcs were always the new guild before new guild was even a thing on UO shards. True so. that. Yeah, no, I, I, I could see that because you're so used to, like, rolling in that new guy and just really helping him up, getting him up to speed. And exactly. then you're always rolling in groups. Whereas a lot of like end game builds, are like, Oh, you're not, you're not, <laughs> shit, you know? yeah, you're not. Yeah. And it's, we roll Dexters. It's, it's simplicity at its, at its finest and nothing. I mean, I guess people, everyone has their own thing that they enjoy, but I really do enjoy the 20 on 20, like, full out dexter battles you know they're so much more fun than just sync dropping bullshit like <laughs> they say that it takes no skill to be a dexter and yet well, then why is everyone else rolling all these mages like <laughs> i love it it's fun it's tactics it's different i have to you know have the foresight to be able to cut somebody off during a struggle i have to be able to maneuver properly in front of them and chug on a hamstring like i have to time my potions time my bandages time my hits i have to you know be able to know my distance and tiles between being dropped and not like it's not like i just point and click or any of the players point and click but the cool part about the militia is i can show you how to do that like we that's what we've been doing for the last 20 years is just dexing the shit out of people and the orcs are the same way like grishnak or you know shout out to grishnak and and zug zug and all them over in blood clan like they're all badasses man and they've been around the block and uh i wouldn't fuck with any of them like 1v1 because it would take forever first off and i don't have the patience for it <laughs> but it's cool that's what the militia and the orcs were all about you know like roll the easy character and have a great time uh getting associated like we'll obviously be able to run through dungeons five deep you know like how hard is it to run through a dungeon with no aspect it's a bitch no one wants to do it. it takes forever it's super slow but if you have four or five noobs with you just ging banging these liches then it makes for a good time and everyone's getting gold and training their skills so win 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 yeah uh, real quick the uh so what do you think about discord and and calm i know we've had comms in online gaming for a long time but it seems like uo players are i don't know like Especially, I saw with the orcs. They're, <laughs> they're just now getting used to, hey, we're all going to be in voice. Yeah. And trying to uh, balance that between because uh, all the role playing happens in game. When you're in yeah. voice, no one's role playing in voice. Totally. It, so, it's one of those rolling with the times things, man. Which, by the way, I have two podcasts on this. People are still confused by that. They think if they join a role playing yeah. guild, it's it's these and now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, inside a column. Right. It's not. It's it's just the same as any normal group of players. You're drinking and having fun. Yeah. So, ha- do you have to like conscience like make sure you're actually typing game and mm-hmm. and not just doing it all on Discord? Yeah, that's that's the fine line part. You know, it's. It's the thing, the line we've been trying to walk the entire time since Ventrilo, since TeamSpeak, all that bullshit. It's it's what we've been trying to balance is don't take away from the immersion by adding in this extra tool of communication. So what we've always tried to imply in the U-Militia, and I've abandoned it since the Outlands, but we've always tried to say... Um, if we're PvPing, we can be inside of the channels, but only like really if the officers say so. Like, it's not to say you can't hang out in there or whatever, but like, let's not try and make that a thing. Let's try and keep it in game because we like that. The more involved you are in typing and etc. in game engages the entire field in the guild. Like, people get bored and they log off and they don't log back on because there's no one to talk to a, and there's nothing to do B. Well, if there was somebody to talk to, then that would be something to do. And you'd also have something to go out and do with that person. Like generally speaking, but if I'm sitting in here talking about the next election or, you know, the coolest fucking thing under the sun, it's not getting anything done in game. So, we were trying to balance that and keep everyone engaged in game while obviously having our RP sessions and whatnot. Like 
you need to have obviously in-game speeds to roleplay. I'm not going to sit in chat like you're saying and say this, thou, and the other, but um, I will say that in-game. And we just need to be able to, uh, you know, like keep contacting, keep make sure you're keeping engaged in the game. I'm not going to sit there at the the struggle and just be AFK. You know, I'll be talking to my guys and talking shit on the enemy just as much. So that's, I guess, the the fine juggling thing is uh, not to use it too much, not to abuse it. Honestly, I don't think I've ever seen it work guild until Outlands used voice comms. Oh yeah, it took. I mean, I've been on them before, and it's not like even back in hybrid, I've been in their ventrilo channels when they used to roll it too. It's, it's, it's a thing with the times, you know. Like, how am I supposed to even be able to compete with some of these, like you're saying, elite PVPers in these groups, you know, sync dropping? If I can't even use these basic tools, and so Path hates it. They don't use uh, Discord, and I don't blame them one little bit. Like, I, I. I really get what their point is with that. Like I've been saying, you know, since you asked the question, but I also understand that I'm not in their same position of just, you know, they have a lot more active members than we do at times. So I try and keep everybody engaged. I have so many like Europeans, I have Asians and I just try and keep connected with all of them as much as possible. And so they keep coming back for more. Thankfully I'm not boring anyone yet. I mean, I think we've kind of we've limited it to struggles pretty well. Oh yeah, and then like bigger end game content will do. Um, occasionally, I'll dungeon run, but normally we're just bullshitting, and then we'll be like, "Oh, there's a guy. Let's run up and and then we'll start talking." We all kind of know to switch to end game. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's kind of weird. I think it, it, Kenny and I really I think have the connection because we've been oh, playing yeah. so long together. You know, we we just sense when it's time to kind of switch off Discord and <laughs> and start talking in game. Yeah, I think we're we're switching with the orcs to we're going to try to it's all in game, and then once PvP breaks out, we can switch to using voice. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It, although they've done some actual role playing in voice, which is hilarious because it's orcs. Oh god, uh, it's a, it's <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> it's actually my gaming buddy, my one of my best friends in games for uh, since two thousand, so twenty years now, and I I brought him to UO. And he, mm-hmm. he got this voice changer. <laughs> yeah, he's not that, playing. Uh, he's not playing right now, is he? No, uh, that's that's goon name? or gun goon. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's not playing right now. But yeah, he had a voice changer, and he just it would crack me up, man. Him and Nerul mm-hmm. would go off each other. Uh, so but that's uh, not that's not normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I actually, so. like, what's who, so? Who's your uh, who's your orc character? Do you mind? Uh, well, I'm I'm unoriginal. My, it, was, my, it was like natural. It was like the same yeah, fucking name. Well, I, my my name is my two kids' names mashed together, and so my gotcha. orc name is just Nat Rock. I took Nat, okay. and I don't know. Rock was orcish. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. So you you were also one of the ones who fought me in the the tunnel the other night, right? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it took us like an hour there. to drop that mage or whatever, and you. <laughs> 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 but that's what I'm saying. Those are the good times. Like, I guess what I really want to make everyone know that's listening to this podcast is don't be over what feel overwhelmed to get engaged in the role-playing community. Like if you've been PVPing for the last 15 years and you've made fun of us the entire time, I beg you give it a chance, <laughs> make an orc, make a militia character. I don't give a shit, but once these battles start happening, like we just had on Saturday, it'll be well worth like, It'll be well worth participating in. They're just they're definitely memories that you don't want to miss out on. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. The ad a lot of PvP in UO is is pointless. There's not a lot of meaning to any of it. Exactly. Um, which is kind of why I like the boss scene, because you're defending the thing you farmed and your totally. guilds spend all that time farming. Uh, the PvP there, even if win or lose, it's so good because you're fighting over something you care about. Uh yep. whereas a lot of the even struggles, it's just pointless it's fun <laughs> yeah but it's completely pointless uh and role-playing the role-playing battles while it, it's still like some kind of some, sometimes it's silliness with the role-playing but then it's just it adds a little something to the pvp and gives it just enough meaning to where i don't know Hell yeah. I it's, it's a fun. fort siege like how many movies yeah. have you watched with medieval times where you're like how much how much i would love to be a part of that fort siege and like 
killing some motherfuckers. Well, now you can be a part of that. Like the orcs sit up on their turrets, fire arrows down, and we ambush them. Like that's just how it rolls. It ends up being so much fun. Like it's it's yeah, sometimes well, scripted, we, we, sometimes not. We gate to uh, what was the Vikings area, and then yeah, the Norseman mar- village. March in, light fired everything. It looks gr- amazing because it's all yeah. white, and we're lighting fire to everything. And then uh, definitely stomp around, and you guys see we're there and pile out, do a little talking, and then a big fight. You know, five to five versus five, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, all unmounted, low risk. Like it's slower pace. It's not like I'm running in circles around somebody who's paralyzed that's the fun of it you know like you have time to, to make your decision on how you're gonna cross heal your friend or the fights just last longer i mean we had near old down red line for 10 minutes last oh, week Lord. and he just kept healing through and every me and kenny just kept whiffing that killing blow <laughs> back and forth and he just kept so, healing up it was it was hilarious i'm making a mojaka or mojoko the joka this this week and guarantee you i won't live like he does Nice. I'll have I have no idea how to play a mage. So but that's like, I know cool, the hockey's you know? in the hockey I've been playing a summoner and shit for a while, but Yeah. PvP do you have to be uh do you have to be a certain rank in the orcs still to have a Majoka? Uh, you have to be a grunt and then when they need mages, like the shamans can just let you become a yeah. mage. So gotcha. I'm still a grunt, but I get to because we need mages, I get to I make think them. he's gonna open it up just to try and boost some numbers a little bit and get people Playing. That's how I remembered it before, though. Was they had it? You yeah. had to be a grunt first. I, I remember that at least from hybrid. I don't know. That was ten years ago. Well, I'm actually, I'm actually making him a, a spider tamer. So I've got a whole little nice. story written for why he's got these spiders. Yeah. Okay. So the next, that. the next orc you see with Nat in the name, just remember he's got hidden spiders. <laughs> got hidden spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got. Uh, well, I have. I made a third one. I have an orc in each account. So my third one is going to be uh, a team mapper. He's basically done. Because what was happening is I was trying to lead them through team maps, and I had to go mm-hmm. get my human character, which yeah. messes me up. I don't like. Oh yeah, you could like be a slave. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like having them all. I like keeping them completely separate. So sure. I went and made a. Uh, so yeah, like Nat Rock, awesome. Nat Gurk, and that. And so this is your first it, round you through could, the orcs, like. No, no, I was that we were really, really big. What in February to April this year? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was right. playing then. But this, like, I mean, this is your first on Outlands. This was your first Geronimo yeah. into the RP community. Yeah, yeah. I've I've actually, um, I did join an RP guild in Fallen Earth. Uh, I did not RP with them. I kind of joined them because they were just active and busy and having fun. Yeah, uh, sure. But uh, but really, I think this. Well, I played. I, I came from Eve Online. Eve Online is a ton of like story through play. Yeah, and, and so even though it's not really role playing, there's a lot of just like living, living stories, and, and just through actually playing in that game. Yeah, definitely. So, I was just wondering. I was curious on how what got you interested in the orc, the orc clan. Uh, that Nerul interview. If you've not listened to it, my interview with him. It, he is a good salesman. Here. Gotcha. So what do I got to do? What what? Well, <laughs> what did he say that was, I got to say? <laughs> he was half in character, half out of character. Gotcha. And he didn't tell me before I hit record. I had no idea. I thought it would be like this. Two guys uh-huh. talking about role-playing orcs. And sure. He, he showed up talking about eating humans and baby flesh and whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, this is nuts. Uh, maybe yeah, I don't want ever, you in my guild. <laughs> If you haven't heard it, they'll listen to that one. That was, that's a really good episode. That was, no, I, I listen to a lot of the. He's yeah. he's a funny guy. I I will admit, some people he rubs some people the wrong way, but he's a funny guy. Passionate. I I, uh, I did not mean to derail us and and pump up orcs. Uh, it's just it's my experience for role playing. So I, no, I, I love it. I I asked the questions. That was my bad. Oh, hey, I mean, we when the orcs are healthy, when they have a good number, it's a yeah. lot more fun for everybody. Hell so. Yeah. I'm all about it. Like I've been, I've been trying to contact with Nerul right now and get a, another uh, battle engaged. Like the last one was it was horseshit. We rolled in. We shouldn't have went in that fast. Like it, it'd been a while. I haven't been contacted since uh, the last fort defenses, which were like six months ago. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah that- a, a blood clan had a couple fort defenses. And they got there for those are big for a couple weeks. But even yeah, that, even that at this point was like four months ago. Yeah. So yeah, last I last week was it. that blood 
was it Bloodlust? Blood. He was talking to one of our other officers, and they were like, "All right, nine o'clock, let's go." And we kind of showed up, and everyone was like, "Wait, what's going on?" So yeah, he just, <laughs> uh, he just formed up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was our bad. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like it, the next time, it'll be a little more well planned, I suppose. Is what I'm getting at, you know, like those are the best ones. Is when everyone's ready. So, uh, what are your? Uh, I think our last thing on the docket here is what, what are your kind of thoughts on the current state of of RP here on, on the on the shard? Yes, yes, the RP on this shard. It always is needing love. I mean, the the role play community here is bustling compared to shards of past i i think the pathfinders have a really good thing going on there i think the multiple orc guilds is cool too but i mean it's hard to you know obviously spread the love around multiple orc guilds but i i, I think I the vampires right now they're coming out not one guild but whatever we'll move on. yeah yeah no i mean and it's preference like everyone each orc clan has their own preference of why do you think their leaderships is the way it is you know some some grief some don't some some loot to disarm some won't even do that so uh i, I understand the differences and disagreeances amongst the orc clans we, like, we've played fine. charts with all of them yeah like that, some are shitheads and some aren't that's the way of life like i'm fine with that uh the vampires they're coming back like poke i think is the new gm she's been awesome uh she did like a uh like a what was it a sacrifice ritual with like some undead child it was some fucked up shit but i stayed and i watched it and i role played with them and it was awesome as far as like i didn't need to fight like i do not mind fighting but i didn't have to at this time she just wanted to role play she wanted to introduce her new building which is right next to ours in the outpost so it's cool on kind of how like that's going to start applying towards things uh, i think the pathfinders did a good job with this new uh uh grove of houses they're gonna do in the outpost uh i'd like to see i guess in my opinion uh eric gray is a busy busy man i get that and so is uh owen but uh i think there's a lot more events that can be applied to just guilds like the orc clans for instance the most fun i've ever had with being an orc i've had plenty of orcs in my days uh um was the events where they would you know give a special mission essentially to rescue damsel in distress from your guys's fortress in the very back of it or whatever and then pop a gate and just let the shard try and take the motherfucker from the orcs like that is the most fun because the orcs just keep rezzing each other and calling for more help and blasting discord and eventually you have a huge amount of orcs fighting a huge amount of slaughtered random newbies and stuff and that is what gets the members driven into the orc clans because the newbies are the ones that see the orcs defending this fortress and they're like that's some cool shit right there how do i get in and that is how we pull people into the roleplay community they see us in these events they see us doing these things so we need help from our uh staff and i know they're busy but i also know that um any of the lore needing to be written up is more than able to be written up by the the members of the community themselves. Uh, it's just the small things of like, they don't want to obviously show too much love to these guilds, but they need to understand also that it is supporting the community as well. Like it's a thriving point. It's, it is a, I know it might not seem big to a lot of people as being role players, but it is, it holds that aspect of difference from PVPers, you know? We are the reasoning mind, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it adds life to the game uh, in a way that just uh, just grabbing the one v one PvP tournament doesn't yeah. do much for the life of the server. Like, exactly, events engages the community and brings people in and brings new blood in, and totally. those are the things that can can drive a shard. Thank you, thank you for wording that better. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I mean, thanks for your time, man. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on and telling the story of you, Militia. Do you have anything else you want to add? Anything you missed? Um, no, stop by. Right? Like, yeah. Under <laughs> you guys need to come check out the fort. I mean, we've got the whole, like, the second you come out of the tunnel by the outpost, we've got that whole north, or sorry, southwest section just owned up. <laughs> and if you own houses in there that aren't the Militia, 
sell them to us at a discounted rate. My name is Kenny Nelson. Uh, you can reach me in Discord on Outlands. No, but if you're interested in joining the roleplay community, I seriously beg of thee, come and join us. I'll share a fucking ale, or you can help me out in the struggles, and we will rape face. I don't care, but give it a shot. Yeah, uh, th- thanks, Kenny. Um, this is awesome. I-, I always love diving into uh, the roleplay community, what you guys are up to. Uh, it's been a while yeah, too, so I'm glad we we made time for this. And this is an old old style podcast. We'll try to sprinkle these in when they make sense. You know, where we just do a, a straight up interview. Um, there's been a lot of recent patches over T8s and Lord Tomes and Omnis, so we got some shit to talk about. Ace recycling, recycling. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> it's, it's an outrage. So <laughs> we're gonna we'll probably. Uh, not take a long break because there's definitely shit we want to talk about. So we'll we'll try to schedule another one up and we'll see you guys here in a couple weeks. Hooah. Have a good night.